0: old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Tell the great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, let like her for me. <laughs> Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David. David uh,
1: Cohen. Welcome to Everything Old is New again. Rather loud, I'm trying to engineer this show here from home. And there we go. <laughs> Finally got it to stop. I couldn't lower the no matter what I did. The clip itself, the volume would not lower. So anyway, regardless, we are here on everything old is new again with Jim Phelps himself, David Cohen. Jim Phelps. Where's he from? Any idea? I just no idea. Song. Mission Impossible.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, he's the main character. Don't know
2: right? the characters. I uh, really yes. Okay. Jim Special coronavirus edition
1: Exactly. Everything Old is New Again, right? Correct. It's upon us. The, uh, the nationwide quarantine is in effect, and like everyone else out there, Everything Old is New Again is searching for the cure. Our mission, should we choose to accept it, is not only to continue entertaining the world, but to try to help in a small way to resolve the angst, frustration, stress, possible boredom of our times david cohen do we accept that mission that mission is accepted all right good because we've made some arrangements and, and uh, we're going to bring some entertaining radio guests to you in the future just so we get an idea we've got uh, david pollock coming back a household name of course uh, emmy award-winning writer of uh, carol burnett mary tyler more the monkeys and more irv hyatt is coming on board David Cohen. I oh know you. That's it's even less known to you. That they're rolling right off the tongue.
2: <laughs> yes, that, the, the wheelers cascade of <laughs> stars. <laughs>
1: Wheeler and Woolsey's uh, an expert there. He's, he's, the idea, Doug, is to get people to listen to the show. <laughs> he actually might be less famous than Wheeler and Woolsey, and uh, we we oh, have a facet, this gentleman by the name of Irv Bennett, who is, I mean, Oh, right, Irv,
2: Irv Bennett talking about Wheeler and Woolsey,
1: yes. Correct. Uh, Irv Hyatt, actually. Very entertaining, very
2: entertaining, though.
1: <laughs> yes, it's going to be a terrific couple of shows. We're going to talk about Wheeler and Woolsey and figure out who are they and what are they all about, and how were they so popular as to actually save a studio, movie studio, in the 30s from going under, and we've never heard of them. And also, you do have a star of some note, you'd say, Eddie Munster himself, which Patrick is coming on board. Oh, yeah. That's going to be cool. We've got David Soule from Starsky & Hutch to finish our Starsky & Hutch uh, routine, and we've made some technical arrangements to ensure that there is no interruption in the weekly presentation of our show at all. There has never been and never will be any rerun. Of everything old is new again on your radio. How about that? Even during these stressful and trying times, Correct. we're still coming to you with fresh new shows, exactly. right? Exactly. And even more than that, we have back david cohen the best co-host in radio and he's not going anywhere now he's sequestered in new york city he cannot leave that apartment and the microphone works so he we will be uh, tethering into new york city to gather his thoughts and and uh, appreciation of america's pop culture
2: yes hopefully uh, coming to you from hopefully what is now the apex of the outbreak here in new york city but all is well here in my household and Hopefully, all is well with you
1: out there as well. Exactly. Uh, together, we're going to bring you uh, again the best original appointment radio that you can uh, you can tune into. This week, we're going to discuss some old school and new school ideas as to help entertain, educate, and bring even some fun to the home sans clips by the way so what say you david are you ready to dive in and try to have i the love cure it when you speak days? french uh, yeah, i can't tell you what it does to me and especially that accent you
2: use sans
1: clips <laughs> so what are you doing at home now i know that uh, food is is at a uh, premium food is difficult there's very little uh, in the way of deliveries although i will say to you this is not for new york city but for my my so, little square of the world here.
2: Well, uh, to tell listeners, remind listeners where you
1: are. Yeah, I'm out so. in East Northport, Long Island, which is about 30 miles or so from, 25 miles from New York City. We are a little more suburban, of course, and, and We can go ahead and shop elsewhere, but most people now want to have things delivered in. Peapod and the Fresh Direct both do not delivering anywhere. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why they're not hiring more people. I don't know what's going on, but they're not delivering. So people are giving up and getting frustrated. What you can do, there are always these local grocery stores, these specialty markets and so forth, these local smaller places. They all, from what I've seen around me, call them up, Bob's Grocery, whatever, and they are delivering. So if you are you know freaked out and don't want to go to the grocery store, try that. I mean, it's just because it's not online doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to uh, do what needs to be done. Uh, you do have to know what you want, but you're not going to you're not going to get the exact thing you want. If you want to get paper towels, you can't say I want Bounty or what have you. They'll get you whatever they got in stock, but they'll deliver it to you. And for some people, that's a big advantage. I don't know. You tell me.
2: Yeah, I, I, we don't have that luxury here in, in New York City. No one's really delivering anything. Um, unless you're doing like takeout specific meals, but in terms of groceries, you ba- you basically have to go out on your own But what you were mentioning before I think is important that if there are small grocery stores not your big chains necessarily Try those because I'm finding especially here in the city that you know, there's a health food store a few blocks away and They have most everything I need and they're not as crowded as some of the bigger stores the bigger chains um, especially like a trader Joe's things of that nature so so look out for that too there might be a way to if you do need to go out you sort of get in and out pretty fast with, with not a lot of other people there
1: right exactly and uh, and it's a it's a good idea to, to sort of help your neighbors not that the big franchises aren't your neighbors but you know the neighborhood business also could really use help at this time that's for right. sure now right. we know David Cohen's got the gourmet uh, touch over there he, I know he, ha- he had oatmeal for for breakfast that was. Really, the gourmet touch there. Number one, I'm making fun of him. And number two, for lunch, I think you've got what? Some uh, bananas lined up. maybe some bananas with peanut butter on them. Is that what? yeah, the, the, the gourmet- cumber's
2: getting bare. Uh, <laughs> there, there's some cat food that hasn't expired yet. Thinking of throwing a little cinnamon on that. See how that goes. <laughs> At right. this
1: point, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner actually oh. is with maybe some chips on the side is a nice little option. <laughs> Ow, that's that's a five star right there. <laughs> well, how about this? Uh, I want to just talk about something that happened to us this weekend, and I want to give a shout out if they call it that to if you go to Facebook and look up Elwood Cares Social Distance Celebration on Facebook. You will see what I'm talking about, and maybe someone can start this in your own neighborhood just for kicks. My kids have birthdays in April. No one is leaving the house. No one's having parties and so forth. So this uh, woman who started this about a week ago, I thought this was amazing. I just had found out about it, and I signed up very easily and briefly and said my uh, daughter's birthday is this Saturday. She said, okay, fine. We're all set. I didn't really know what to expect. What this is are neighbors, and people looking to get out anyway. It's sort of, sort of fun to get out, but neighbors are bringing their kids in the car and they're going ahead and uh driving by your house hitting the hor- horns and you, okay over there david what's going on no
2: there's, there's dogs barking i was gonna go close the window but i didn't want to miss what you were saying <laughs>
1: okay um well uh, keep that, going that's that's a short a, a small trip from going to broadway shows to hearing dogs out the window as your entertainment that we've come that's, a long way
2: yeah at least they're i think they're barking
1: a song if i'm,
2: I'm listening <laughs> close enough either that or i'm just the cabin fever is starting to get
1: to me they're barking happy birthday they're doing the caravans and what's happening is the people are driving by with signs with balloons and hitting their horns to the uh, by driving by your house and it's a virtual party they had about 20, 25 cars go by our house and then turn around, and of course your neighbors come out, and they're on their uh, the front lawns, and they've got signs and balloons, and they're waving happy birthday, so it's a nice little thing to do if, uh, you know, for a child that's having a birthday, that cannot have a birthday party, for 15, 20 cars to drive by of your neighbors waving and so forth, and, and you can see them, and you oh, there's this one, there's that one, it's kind of a kick. And sorry, how do they know it's it's the birthday they know by you going onto the website, you sign up and become a member I of see. the website, you know, Elwood Cares Social Distance Celebration and uh, off you are to the races. And what a smile I put on a face and we taped it and all I mean and oh, cool. the idea of, of someone starting this and, and they, they do about three or four a day, especially on the weekends. And you gotta see the videos, the heartwarming videos of kids that are surprised by this and they don't they did not expect it and they see their friends driving by and strangers so to speak, you know, neighbors that you don't even know who they are, but they're driving by to, to make this kids day uh, nice i i thought it was a a fun idea and something That's a that great you can really, idea that, What a great idea Yeah So uh, maybe you know, Start that in your own neighborhood If you feel like it I mean I, I think it's a, it's a really fun You don't have to go to Every single one But we're now going to Go to a, a couple And it's fun to get out And see the people I would surprised. Hope so. And I yeah. would hope you're Going to return the favor Absolutely It's going to build You're saying it
2: like You're so magnanimous Oh I am. yeah I think we're actually Going
1: to go do that now <laughs> A man of my stature Alright we will be back Right after this And everything else Is new again To continue talking All things quarantine And what we can do To have some fun
0: You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hello, this is Paul Michael Glazer. You may know me from Starsky and Hutch. I was the the dark haired one. I've uh, been uh, writing, I've got a book out called Castalia and the Source of Light, which is on Amazon, and I've been... Painting, and I've been I've been doing my thing, as I hope you've been doing your thing. And uh, I am right now enjoying a really interesting conversation. Everything old is new again. So give it a listen.
1: Hi, this is David Soul. You're listening to Douglas Viviani and David Cohen, and everything old is new again. <laughs> Take my word for it. Ah, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. That David Soul clip kind of mixed up. i got to fix that. He said That's it really... Okay.
2: Starsky and Hutch. Yes. That was great.
1: How about that? And we may have them as a reunion uh, down the line together on the phone with us and possibly Huggy Bear. So if you watch that show in the 70s, stay tuned. You may have some fun here. But we had some fun with those uh, two gentlemen interviewing them and uh, David Soul was really upset honestly that he could not speak with david cohen it was unbelievable
2: i know uh what can i say my uh my, my street rap is uh, really, really, really out there. People are just lining up to talk to me. Well, we'll catch them next time, and uh, hopefully in the reunion when yes. we get those guys together.
1: That'd exactly. Be great. That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, anyway, those are uh, some of the past guests we've had on the show here, and we're trying to get through a little bit here of this quarantine and figure out what are we going to do? Well, how do you make things work here? How does this uh, work for us when you're looking at the four walls, either yourself, with your family? Uh, depends what's going on. Kids, no kids, whatever. There's lots of different things going on but david cohen you've been sequestered if you will in new york city with your son and so the two of you have been uh, looking at the four walls have you thought of doing anything in the way of maybe like a zoom to your parents and his grandparents or family members or anything like that
2: well zoom's a little too out there from my parents or my or or um my wife's parents but You know, as far as like technology, I don't think they would really get it. But, uh, yeah, I've been using Zoom a lot to chat with friends. Uh, You and I usually use Skype, but, uh, you know, the concept is the same. So I I find that I've actually been reaching out to people more that I'm, you know, we're all being quarantined right now, or at least most of us, uh, than before. And, you know, hooking up with friends more more frequently now, even though it's virtually, uh, than before this whole thing happened.
1: Which is kind of cool, right? And you know what else is interesting? And I haven't tried it yet, but I've lined it up. I have a monthly card game. People may have heard this in the past with uh, a couple of people, my brother and uh, friends of mine that I go back all the way back to elementary school with, even before David Cohen, which we met at sixteen. I go back to wow. like kids that were like we were eight together. Anyway, that must uh, be
2: why I'm not invited to this thing. Exactly. So
1: predated me, I guess. Exactly. Mm. But now here's the thing. I found a couple of sites that will host a card game online so you don't have to deal it and whatever. And all of you can have your secretive cards. You know, cards, you got to know what you have and somebody else can't know what you have so you can't show it on the screen. You need like a, a medium kind of to do this. Wait, how does that work? It's So there's like a hosting like service poker. and they'll, right. play, they'll deal you the poker cards and you play it and on a Zoom-ish kind of screen. So you don't see your buddy's cards. You can really play poker, and it's not for money. You can just play for the fun of it and talk to each other, and, and as it's a virtual poker game. How no, fun is that?
2: We, had, we suspended our monthly game because just people couldn't get together
1: anymore. So, well— Hot. I never heard of that game either. So, so now we both have a monthly game that neither of us have, uh, us have invited <laughs> oh, to. Slept out. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so try it. Well, I'll send you the have, site. All
2: right, you're going to have to give me the website and this information because cool. uh, that,
1: that's pretty exciting. Now, for talk about grandparents, if they're a little bit savvy with the computer, you could set them up. with send them the link, too. There's other ones where you could play checkers, chess. You could play Chinese checkers, as my parents like to play. With them virtually? Yeah, with a virtual game. So. um, Oh, cool. Now I don't know if that one has sound to it. Like you know, maybe you have to call them and be on the phone to talk to them at the same time for grandparents with Skype, whatever. But you can play the game online.
2: Oh wow! You've got to post all these sites to the website. I
1: actually will do that. I did a lot of research on this because you know who knows this might be for another month for all we know. And
2: with with the poker game, do they give you virtual chips?
1: Yes. Yes. Also, you you definitely will know what's happening, and there's no cost. For it, of course, be careful because there are those sites where they're, you know, real poker, like you know, the casino, and you can invite your friends to and whatever. But you got to spend real money on that. I guess you could do that oh, too, if no, no, you feel no, like. No. It. Yeah, no, But I'm but talking about just like hosting a, a family game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. How about? Um, I know we're not all big uh, Broadway fans, but just for people that are, Andrew Lloyd Webber just announced that on YouTube they're going to release every Friday a different Andrew Lloyd Webber play. Which, listen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of it or not, it's a different story. But if you haven't seen any of these plays and you feel like watching, uh, I don't know, Jesus Christ Superstar or whatever, you know, uh, Cats, what have you, besides watching the movies, which they've all been made into movies, um, you can see them uh, live on, uh, and they'll tape them, of course, on, uh, and that's free. on YouTube. And that's free. And that's free. That, that's cool. called The Shows, uh, with an S, Must Go On. So, I mean, if, ah. you're, if you're a fan of Broadway or you're curious about it anyway, um, it's there for you. That's one thing I have. Yeah. Um, And now what about, uh, like if you have kids, like they might drive you nuts a little bit during this time. I found a site, and I'm sure you have local museums by you too, but just for kicks, you know, just as I have one here, and it's a local Huntington Museum, or museum in my hometown, or our hometown, uh, it's the Heckscher, H-E-C-K-S-H-E-R, Heckscher Museum of Art, Go to their website every Tuesday. They have a young artist that is online at three o'clock, and they tape these so you can rewatch them. Uh, and they will do a craft, an art craft, with your child. So Leo is really into art. So I'm going to try that with him. He's seven. I'm going to. Well, he's eight now. I'm going to try that with him. This, uh, this Tuesday and see if he gets a kick out of it That that's and that's for idea. free and that's you know and boy wouldn't it be nice to put your kid in front of the computer and be like you know get away and, and, and feel that he's or she is doing something with some decent supervision you know hopefully the scissors don't come right. out but right. uh, drawing and, and you know doing some artwork so that's kind of fun
2: yeah, as soon as Leo's done with the poker game, he can go and uh,
1: and look at some art, that'd exactly. be great. Exactly, <laughs> I didn't think about that, but he's always wanted to come to the card games, now he can, oh, not a bad nice. idea, yeah. teach, him, teach him early how to bluff.
2: But but also Doug, that applies to adults too, I know there are major museums right now that are actually offering free online art history courses, or, or art courses in general. Yes. So you can actually take classes online, um, I don't know if they're done live if or if they're videos, uh, but I know I, I'm pretty sure uh, Museum of Metropolitan Art uh, has one here in the city. And I'm sure wherever you're living, if there's a local museum, they they certainly have something like that or or check out some of the national, museums, too, because that's something that, you know, if you've been putting off going to a museum or, or getting into a subject like art, this is a good time, even if it's virtually only, uh, to, to investigate and, and take advantage
1: of it. Absolutely. And another organization called The Great Courses, which Bob Breyer, a, ge- a guest of ours on years ago, uh, talked about Egypt, they're offering free uh, courses as well. And I took one a little ways back, I've taken a lot since, on art history. Never thought I'd be into it at all it just fascinated for me for a second, like Wheeler and Woolsey, like what is this? Why do people even care about these paintings? And now, and now to learn now you about do, right? it. Now
2: you, you understand the relevance and their importance and, and and their the aesthetic of why people actually enjoy
1: looking at them. Exactly. And they were the movies of the back in the day. I mean there's a lot going on in these uh, these paintings. It's a, it's really a kick. <laughs> you like that? The movies of the day. <laughs> they were. People would stand there and watch the... Well, anyway. So the point is. But they never moved. You no. understand that. Yeah, but right? they did in your mind. It was the theater yeah. of the mind. Now, here's the idea. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to visit the Louvre, have you ever done that, by the way, David Cohen? Yes. All right. Well, you're a know, highfalutin uh, gentleman. That uh, highfalutin, has been I've around been to the Paris world.
2: and I've been to the Louvre. What uh, do you want from that? All
1: right. So for those, uh, those of us who have not been to the the Louvre and the uh, other famous art museums in the world. They all have virtual tours. You can go from room to room. I forget the one in Florence. They've got the, there's another famous one in Florence, Italy, and you could, Uffizi, I think it's called. You could go in from room to room and you just uh, are there. It's amazing. You can, you don't need to travel anymore to go to these museums. If you don't feel like it's right there, it's cool.
2: Yeah. And and I, were those going on before the this whole thing came down, or, or is this something relatively new?
1: I'd have to say it's got to be before, but they've made it available or people are aware of it, because you couldn't just turn the button and turn this on right now, the way they're doing it. I mean, you're literally like a video game walking through the halls, and you see a painting, you want to turn to the left, you turn to the left, you want to get closer, you get closer, you want to get description of what it is, you click on whatever, and, it, and you know, it, it clicks and it gives you a whole description. It's really as if you're That's there. awesome. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, you know, and it's not just artwork, it's sculptures, it's uh, uh, you can go to the history stuff and see you know King Tut and all you know all different things online so you the really can get lost in of
2: it. the 13th century exactly
1: <laughs> the everything old is new again of the 13th century how about oh no we're almost out of time I've got a minute here ah. do you have any others real quick I'll do one quick because it's only a minute we have left and we'll come back uh, and can talk about more this probably not can do in the city may not be able to do this in the city too much but we're out and about riding bikes uh, David Cohen. Oh,
2: yeah, we can do that.
1: They're uh, allowed. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, there you go. So go out, but I don't know how crowded it is. Maybe it's not. The streets are probably not too crowded, right?
2: Well, we have a park where you can ride. You know, it's closed to traffic, so... Um, yeah, absolutely. It's a great idea, even if you're just riding around your neighborhood. You don't have access to a park, but just going around the neighborhood, it's great exercise.
1: Absolutely. And David Cohen, you saw I, when the kids – I trained uh, or got the training wheels off of the kids' bicycle two weeks ago, and I sent out videos all over to everybody I knew. We were all excited. And uh, David Cohen, what was your impression of, of that when you saw me actually on Leo's little bicycle riding around?
2: Yeah, like- when I well, the first thing I thought when I saw you on your kids' bike was – oh i feel bad for that bike
1: uh, it
2: didn't break did
1: it i know I, I i puffed up those wheels pretty good too a lot of air in the tires <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun because it was good to get out and about so now once that happens and you go as a family uh out there, they look forward to it every day at four o'clock we're out and oh break.
2: and yeah that's perfect that's yeah. a perfect thing to do it gets you out of the house breaks up the monotony, uh gets the the blood flowing and you know the the, the endorphins going and keep, keeps uh, keeps up that positive
1: attitude. Right. And if you see anybody walking by, you just wave. You don't have to worry about the social distancing because you've gone. Right. You don't have to stop and say hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's we'll an be, added Exactly. We'll be back right after this. Everything old is new. Today. Everything old is new again to continue all things pop culture.
0: Quarantine. <laughs> Now, back to America's entertainment pop culture talk show, Everything Old is New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. This
1: is Johnny B. Bad, the man of World Championship Wrestling, and you're listening to David and Douglas. They're so outrageous, it's contagious, and everything old is new again. Ah, uh, there we go. That's a friend of the show, Mark Merrill. We're making a lot of friends of the show, inviting people back for a second visit. He was just here last weekend, David. I know you missed that show, but he was inspiring to tell us all what to do do with our kids and kind of what we're doing now but more of an inspirational level he was he was a good good guest so we're back here and everything old is new again we are trying to uh, navigate through the quarantine and see what we can do to solve and achieve our mission impossible to let the boredom uh, subside and try to figure out what to do here uh, during all of this time. And uh, one thing that I think is kind of fun, and I did this when I went to California right at the law school, and I met a young lady. Whatever. Long story short, we uh, had a lot of time together. And one of the things we did, and I never thought that this would be interesting, and I haven't done it since. We bought like careful, a careful Doug. I think it was a thousand-piece puzzle. It may have been more, but I'm going to say no, a thousand. I
2: thought you were going in a different
1: direction. <laughs> I, right? I know, That's especially why when I... you say
2: you haven't done it in a long time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could apply to a lots of things. Um, and on those, along those lines, one thing that I miss very dearly is, uh, I'm trying to segue back to, is the <laughs> thousand piece puzzle. Find a, you know, they by the way, they're expensive. I went online. They're expensive now. They're like 80 bucks. I couldn't believe this, uh, but maybe it's only because I looked at oh. like for Marvel comics and those kind of, uh, you know, puzzles. But, it you cannot do it in one night. It takes a long time to do it because there's small pieces and you know it's really a project. But I know this sounds weird. Maybe I'll, I don't know if this works with you, but sitting there at the table doing a puzzle with the family or with somebody else, and you get a piece, you get a kick out of it. You have time to talk about stuff. You have time to have a drink. You have time to slow down and talk while doing this project. Um, you do get to know people pretty well. It's kind of fun. It, it sounds weird, doesn't it? But it's actually fun.
2: No. Uh, we, we had done that when my son was younger. We had worked on a few puzzles. We have two cats, unfortunately. So <laughs> like we had to hide the puzzle. It was getting to be a pain in the neck. Bottom line is we never we were never never able to finish it. But but it was something that that the family does together and works. You know, you're also, you're also working together right. as a team, even though, you know, maybe you're mostly silent. Um, so so it's helping that sort of dynamic as well. I think it's a great idea. And I doubt you need to spend as much as you did uh, on on puzzles. Um, they're generally available, and it's great to do. And you c- you can also frame it when you're done, right? A, that's exactly right. It's a sort of a right. memory of of the of the times that you went through together.
1: Great idea. I had a friend of mine did that a thousand piece puzzle, and at the end they were missing two pieces. So a, li- oh, a little, yeah, it's really amazing, and it can happen, you know, if you're not
2: careful. But plus, if, you, if you, I guess you could order the same puzzle. But then you'd have to search through a 1,000 pieces to find the two that, that were missing. And who's to say that they're not missing from every box, right? And that's exactly what, what this puzzle. person
1: did, though. My buddy, he he did exactly what you said. He wanted he wanted just the two piece, pieces. He was going to take a picture and tell them which two pieces. They were like, no, we'll send you a whole another puzzle for free. Knock yourself out, which he did. It was another project, but they, they did.
2: Did he find the two
1: pieces? They found it, and they went on their okay, way. Okay. I mean, you can do it. It was another couple of hours to do that. You know, you just
2: take pieces. yeah, that's true. It's a pain in the neck. Yeah. But when you put that much time in, like, why wouldn't you, you know, put Correct. a few more hours in and look for the last two pieces? Correct. On the topic of puzzles. Yes. You know, if you're alone, like I essentially have been for a few weeks now and, and will continue to be. Um, and, and that can get, you know, to your to your into your head a little bit. Just the isolation. But you can do a jigsaw puzzle on your own and pretend that you're doing it with someone, have a conversation with an invisible person. Um, Or, you know, what I've got involved with, speaking of puzzles lately, is I'm constantly on my phone, except uh, I'm playing Scrabble. Scrabble Go. It's an app. It's a free app you can download. You can play with anybody in the world. It doesn't matter. It's usually one-on-one. Um, But it really, you know, it expands your vocabulary. It's a game. There's strategy involved, you'll find. Um, And it's a good way to keep your brain occupied, which is a very important thing to do during these times, right? Right.
1: Yes. There's a a couple other things come to mind when you say that. There is, and if you like baseball, you can draft your, it's an old-time baseball. You could draft a team. They give you a budget, uh, $40 million. You can draft anybody from baseball ever that ever played the game. You look up the stats, and you come up with a, a team, whether it's Babe Ruth or whoever, it's on your team, and they're playing with Jerry Grody, let's say, and they're playing with what, all different players. So you got to do it within a budget. And then they have a season, and they have a virtual season of baseball. So every so day, it's like it's fantasy baseball. Yes. Um, what happens is, like, the next day you wake up, one of you turned the screen on, the game was played, you could look at the box score, you could see what, what happened in the game, did you win or not, and why, and is strategy to it. So that's kind of a solo thing that you could do. For fun,
2: and it's all. I guess they're all based on algorithms and stats and all that kind of stuff. Correct. The, the, the virtual games that are being played. I exactly
1: mean. correct, but it's kind of cool. Uh, interesting. Another thing that's uh, you know interesting to me that I've done uh, along those lines is it's not even along. It's more of like a puzzle line, kind of more of just forgetting the technology for a moment. Is I bought an old well. It's, it's a new pack. It's a. It's a. Put it this way. It's an old wooden boat constitution the uss constitution and it's a it's a tremendous project to put together a wooden ship from scratch in these from these boxes and they just give you little pieces and you got to do all the different things and it's really a lot of fun you glue it together piece by piece it takes a long time Uh, yes and when you're done it is tremendous yeah Wait, did you finish i i finished one and i'm on the second one wow yeah do you have it I'd love to see it. Uh, it uh, uh, short answer is yes, but it uh, we moved when I did this originally, and it broke in many pieces. So the new one I'll let you look at in progress, and then you'll see it done probably a year from now. <laughs> it takes a long it's time. It's not the kind in the bottle, right, where you pull no. the string and get the sales going up? Okay. But it is, I'm telling you, it, if you're into that you will yeah. start to get so involved you'll do it every day and you can the the stress is gone the world really? is gone when you got to find that cannon and put it on the side of the ship and you know the make the keel and get the you know all the different things you have to do uh i'm telling yeah. you it is really fun especially cool. if you're doing with somebody else but you know by yourself is cool too. just i did it in high school i did one in high school as well um just listening to it might have been just me i'm nuts because i would put on the radio and listen to the radio while doing it maybe a radio mystery theater show or a show like everything old is new again and just listen to that while doing the uh, building the ship and it was cool. great it was a lot of fun so good idea that's that there certainly is uh television and movies that are out there although hollywood's shut down and there's nothing new coming out So we're going to look to revisit things that maybe you've ignored, maybe your kids haven't seen, maybe you haven't seen. It's been some time. Um, Has anyone not seen – I'm going to say three because the fourth one I didn't like. The first three Indiana Jones movies, is it possible? My kids haven't. Um, So I don't know. I think that's that's kind of a great Saturday afternoon kind of thing with popcorn at the house and throw a movie like that in. Plus, a
2: a lot of the networks are running – you know, completely free uh, subscriptions right now, trials. Like, I know HBO is one of them. So you can just, you know, do a a free 30-day or however long it is uh, subscription to these and and look for movies as well as TV shows like Indiana Jones. So it's out there and it's available um, probably now. Easier to access than than it will be
1: in the future. And also, Disney and Universal are releasing... I don't know if they can do it at this point forward, but movies that were kind of stuck in the theaters when this stuff started to happen, like uh, I think it's called, uh, is it Outward? The newest uh, Disney animation, right. Pixar animation. And we it, and so you can get a movie that's technically in the theaters on your TV at home now. So it was like 20 bucks, but... We, it was brand new you know out on, on I don't know three four weeks and it was a, a real good movie I was not looking forward to this at all it didn't look that great and it turned out to be a really good movie we really enjoyed I think it's called Outward uh so bad Uh, with the elves and stuff but it had a great lesson it was fun funny all the kid the the whole family enjoyed it so i mean just for kicks if you're looking for something new uh that's new but there's not much new movies coming out now so you got to revisit things you haven't seen that's already been released but like you say um you can get from hbo if you haven't seen the sopranos for example you could binge that that'll keep you busy for quite a while
2: yeah, sure. all those old great series—the The Wire, Sopranos—they're all out there. Right. Um, but there's some good TV, uh, you know, streaming service. Uh, limited series that are out right now, I think that are very popular. If you have Netflix or you know Amazon Prime,
1: right? You can um, also let's get the CBS. This got, I know, here we're going to go, but down this road. But you can get any and every Star Trek episode ever, Star Trek movie. Of course, you've got Picard just came out. Uh, you've got the third season of of Discovery coming out. You also are have, they
2: offering it for free for a I while? think
1: yes, they are. So you can get cool. that for free. So they're worthwhile. Although, I have to say that i agree with the critique especially of picard that it is not star trek i'm sorry it's not star trek which but it's still in Picard, the entire series it's not star trek it's not the theme of star trek it's it doesn't carry forward the humanist values of star trek it's wait sorry which one picard it's called picard
2: (laughs) it the series is called picard yes yes is he in it yes he is and he's saying it has nothing to do. It's just not Star it's Trek.
1: It's not the. It's not Star Trek as we know it. So let's put it that way. And, so uh, on that but he, note, but I,
2: Picard he, was the captain. The yes, ship, but it's 20
1: years later, anybody. he's retired, and I'm just telling you that they're the writers have lost their way. It's not Star Trek. Star Trek is. So I'll, he's we'll trashing back. the show that he's in. Yeah. No, I'm saying this. Oh, I thought you said he's saying it. No, he thinks he's doing the greatest thing in the world.
0: We'll be back after that, right. this. Everything old is new again. Uh, Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything (laughs) old is new again. With Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hi, I'm John Billingsley, Dr. Phlox from Starship Enterprise. You are listening to Everything Old is New Again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen, masters of the art of radio. I can't wait to be on your show again, and I am not saying that only because you plugged my charity repeatedly. Hi, this is Butch Patrick, and you're listening to Everything Old is New Again.
1: We sure are, and we're back. How about those uh, promos, David Cohen? Cool.
2: Eddie from uh, The Monsters. And, of course, your favorite, Listen,
1: Dr. Phlox from The Enterprises.
2: Yeah, uh, you, have, you have to understand something, Doug. Not everyone in the country is a Trekkie. They, they're not as up on Star know, Trek but they, but as the, you are. By the they're, time— they're as, No, hold on. Let me, let me just say something. They're not—just to be totally clear— Yes. They are not nearly as up on Star Trek as you think they are or should be. That's correct. So, And I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought you were saying that the actor— was trashing his own series Picard But that's your take on it
1: Correct okay, My take on Picard Is that it's entertaining Has not It's a terrible ending To the story of John luc Picard And it's not it doesn't have the values or the interest and the storylines that Star Trek is supposed to have to be Star Trek. But unto itself, if you never saw Star Trek and you watched Picard, I think you would enjoy it. But if you're a Star Trek fan, you're going to be like, well, this is not, it's fine, but this is not Star I mean, Trek. What
2: is, what is Picard doing in reti- I mean, Are we going to watch him go fishing or uh, play shuffleboard? What, 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 why, don't, why am I interested in Picard after he retires?
1: Good question, and I'm, I'm not going to defend it, so I'm not going to answer that question. And they've renewed it for a couple of seasons, but I am impressed. I was impressed with the uh, Mandalore, what the heck is it called, the Star Wars one, Mandalorian? Yeah,
2: Mandalorian.
1: That's a good one. Uh, And listen, Star Trek Discovery is good. You're going to hear all this stuff. I don't care. Star Trek Discovery is a good show. So is Orville who's coming back, third season, in a couple of weeks from uh, Hulu. It's on Hulu now. Now, David Cohen, during this, uh, this time, there is something else. How about cooking? We made fun a little bit earlier, but you know you don't. Do I get cook. to talk you...
2: about TV shows,
1: or just you, you get to talk. No, about No, yeah, you could. You have some in mind. Let's hear. I thought you did.
2: Well, there, there are some popular ones that are that I've watched just because I've heard they're popular, and and they probably will continue to be. So if you have Netflix, there's uh, the Tiger King, which is a very popular. I think it's like a seven part documentary on these rivalries that develop between these owners of these like semi legal zoos that uh contain tigers and other big cats uh one of them was accused of taking out a hit on the other uh the owners it's just like this is crazy incredibly true story it's sort of like a guilty pleasure kind of thing, and it's extremely popular right now. For those of us who are not into Star Trek or Star Wars, <laughs> you well, might you might want to watch it. It might be worth your time.
1: What else? Do you have any others?
2: Uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, I mean, just me personally, I've been watching some shows that that I've gotten into that I think are really high quality. Uh, I got into watching The Crown, you know, about the the. the Royal family over in Great Britain. You know, it's not the same. It's not action pack kind of shoot 'em up or crime related or anything like that. Uh, But it's well acted. It's well written, and there was a lot going on over there in the UK with the royal family that I had no idea about. And it starts from like you know Queen Elizabeth when before she even became queen, Um, and they really you know sort of recreate life. Uh, back then and within the royal family it sort of gives you a glimpse into what uh what it's what it was like then and probably what it what it was like shortly thereafter um really fascinating and, and really a great way to to learn something as well as just being entertained and pass the time I'll go
1: for that my parents have talked about that one as well they just tuned that in very recently and are raving about it so uh there's one you know some of these shows you miss like if you don't get in on the ground floor on some of these shows you sort of let it go and meanwhile it could be a very good show but you're sort of like ah yeah. you know I'm not into it because you sort of want to discover yourself or something weird like that but that right. doesn't that that's kind of sounds good that wouldn't be a bad one how about this one have you heard of Forged in Fire I've heard of it
2: what what is it, is it? It is um,
1: addicting, like you cannot believe. Is it a competition? It is a competition. It's, just, it's like that Chopped show. Have you seen Chopped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got three judges, you've got three, four contestants, and then they eliminate narrow it down to three, and then two, and then one. And what they do is they... <laughs> it's ridiculous. They forge <laughs> out of different... very Every <laughs> show, it's different. Different metal materials, they give these... Forgers, I don't know what you call these people. Fur- furriers, whatever. And um, blacksmiths, another word for them. And they are told to make a certain kind of knife. And then it, they cha- challenge the knife and its strength and how sharp it is and all that. And then later on in the show, the, the grand prize winning is $10,000. And it's down to the, the final two contestants. And they go to their home forge. And they are given four days to make a specific piece or knife from history. And they've gotta recreate it. All different civilizations. I can't believe how many knives there were. And this is on like the seventh season already, like the Really? Hour. What do you do you remember what network it's, it's on? It's on history, Forged in history. Fire, no. and I'm telling you it is so okay. interesting. <laughs> How you make I'll these things, check it out. and you learn all about it, and then you eventually know what a guy did wrong, or a guy, if girls do it too, you know, a guy or a gal, what they did wrong, and you know that's ah, not going to work, and you become you really become sort of uh, an armchair, you know, expert as to how to, it's just great. So it's a lot of fun. I watch that one during lunch all the time. I don't know why <laughs> it's associated with lunch, but. All of a sudden, that's what I do. That's, that's my guilty pleasure. There's another one, uh, Below Decks. Have you seen or heard of this? Below Decks, Now, it, Luxury yachts, these huge yachts that are rented out, like I think, like $100,000 for a week. And there's a crew on it. And Below Decks, of course, is the crew, not the people that have rented it. So every week, there's a different group that comes on to rents the yacht. But the show is about, a reality show about the... Crew under below decks, and what goes on in between serving the filet mignon and, and champagne.
2: Oh, that's really interesting. That's and is that what 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 network is that on? Do you, re, that do you remember? That one I
1: can't recall what the heck that network is. But it's called Below. Below
2: decks. Something like my 600 pound life, which I'm a big fan of.
0: No,
1: because I've never heard it, of. I, mean, I could be, but well, I don't know what that got, is. Oh, come on now. No, come on. What? They just
2: they had to stop production because of the you know the virus and all that now. But it's a show. It's called My 600 Pound Life. Uh, there's this doctor doctor now it's a shortened name he's he's a doctor i think of iranian descent Um, but every week they focus on a person who is at least 600 pounds and they show them at home and they show them their interactions with doctor now and the goal is to get them get this To below 600 pounds (laughs) so that they can qualify for bariatric surgery, which is reduction in the size of the stomach so they can start getting on with their lives. And it's all about their challenge to go from however much they weigh when the show starts to below 600 pounds. And it is like it's graphic. There's like no holds barred. These people agree. I guess they get paid or they get the, the, the doctor sessions paid for, uh, for appearing on the show. But, you know, it's like it's a guilty pleasure as well of mine. Uh, but also it makes you feel a lot better about yourself <laughs> when you're watching these people. That's for sure. So my 600-pound 600, my 600 life, it's uh, interesting, even if you just watch one or two. So even fine.
1: if you're ordering a, like a pepperoni pizza and you're watching while eating the pepperoni pizza, you still feel good about yourself, I guess?
2: You would not <laughs> believe what it takes to maintain someone's weight when you're, when, when you're over 600 pounds. are over six hundred think the, about that? The yeah. number of calories to maintain the weight and or to increase the weight is more than you and I literally probably eat in about a week. It's and amazing. In a day.
1: What, mm-hmm. drive, what, what drives someone to eat? I mean, I understand being no weight, but what drives someone? Well, a lot someone... of it's
2: psychological. Yes. You know, you end up finding out in most cases it's – it. you know, it's – Psychologically, something happened in their lives, some sort of trauma, right. their upbringing, something like that. But nine times out of 10, they will also have an enabler living with them, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a parent or somebody who actually food goes out, makes the runs for them, right. supplies the food.
1: All right. Well, anyone that's listening that has any ideas for shows or want to tell us or add to this idea as to what to do at home, please email us at oldnewagain at AOL.com. That's oldnew at AOL.com or go to our website, communicate directly through the website. The website is everything old is dot biz. That's everything old is new dot biz. We will call you and we will have you on the show. Uh, If we like what the idea is and so forth, but try to do that. Maybe that'll be something to do while you're in the quarantine is think of a show for everything old is new again, and you could be a co-host. So do it, but you got to do it soon because we're looking to do this next week. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So get on it now. Right, yeah, David? reach
2: out to us. We, that's going to be really fun. Um, it's a great opportunity we're, we're providing for people who uh, who have ideas for the show and actually want to come on and participate with us. It'll be your show, right? and we'll be the co-host.
1: Exactly. That'll work, right? Or something so, like that. I'll play a clip here and there, and I'll get you in and out of the commercials. But other than that, it's yours. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, cooking, real quick, uh, I just want to recommend, and I would never think I would have recommended this, uh, I took a recipe from Gordon Ramsay uh, for a shrimp scampi is unbelievable. He's terrific. As yeah, as you a, were telling me about that. Yeah, I forgot to send it to you. And there's another guy for smoked chicken. Sm- I'm sorry, smothered chicken. His name is, or the website, what do I call it when it's on YouTube? Whatever the handle on YouTube is, smoking with an in smoking and grilling wit W I T A B. He's a big guy. He's a goofy guy, but you know what? A great recipe for smothered chicken. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. So there's some ideas. David Cohen, we're out cool. of time. That like was that? fun. Yeah, we'll be back next week to talk all things pop culture entertainment. Maybe quarantine. It depends if someone gets in touch with us or many get in touch with us. Some good ideas. We could split yeah, the show Yeah, we're just too. sitting around. Call us, please. Right. We'll be back next week. Same bad. Cha- what is it? What do I say? Same bad channel. Same bad time. I got it wrong, but whatever. <laughs>